0: What's really going on everyone back with another episode season three episode five as always Noah joined by Mackenzie and Henry before we get into this uh, episode's topics be sure to follow us on all of our social media that includes social oh Lord that includes Instagram, TikTok and Twitter at WRGO pod. Be sure to like listen and subscribe on all of our streaming platforms that includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify Google Play SoundCloud and YouTube where you can watch short videos that we do now in full. Mackenzie and Henry, happy holidays, and how are you guys?
1: Happy holidays! I am ready to be off for Christmas break, or Christmas winter holiday season break. Mm-hmm. I'm oh ready for it.
2: Henry, how are you? I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> it's, the, it's like, you know, the end of the year where you're just like <laughs> over it? <laughs> yeah, it's dragging, Is you're over it, but I'm trying to like... I guess keep myself going, like, stay with my routine, keep going yeah. to the gym, work, get stuff done, because, I mean, like, as an adult, like, well, I guess, like, I don't know. It's, you don't get a Christmas break or anything. You just keep... Yeah, that's why I said you Christmas don't. No, you break don't.
1: or, yeah. like, whatever. Wait, wait, wait. Before we get into it, do you guys set New Year's resolutions at all? Like, is that a thing? Or, like, do y'all do a New Year ritual of any sort to, like... No.
2: I make sure my house clean and I try to get the black eyed people people. black people. Okay. African-American. I
1: I do vision boards every year actually. And I really encourage everyone to do it just because for me, um, it gives you a time to like sit down and like really collect your thoughts and like set goals for the year, whether you accomplish them or not, but it's just something I like to do. So.
0: I try to do that or like I just like say, okay, mentally, I'm going to do this. But it's like stuff that like I can actually like do because I used to do stuff where I would write it down. It would be like some lofty ass goal. And then I'm like, like, all right, tear that up. Then we'll just start New Year's. I am with Henry, though. I will be. I encourage everyone. Go to your aunt's house or go to the store. Get yourself some greens and black eyed peas and some rice so you can have health, wealth and prosperity. Mackenzie, you you don't do that.
1: Um. I mean, ugh, I'm not really like, I like black eyed peas, but as far as like, like, I'm going to make the Dish I'm gonna make this year. I'm gonna, I've never made gumbo and I've been like looking at some recipes, so I'm gonna do that this year. But I'm not like the traditional person, but Please I do let
2: me know how to turn out because people do not know how to make gumbo. I'll
1: let you know how it turns out, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just like black eyed peas because then it's like one of those things after I make it, I'm definitely not about to finish the whole pot of black eyed peas. Oh, I will,
2: I love black eyed peas. Oh, well, I'm not gonna finish, I just go get it from my mom. But as far as like goals and resolutions, um. Like I don't like it's hard to answer that for me because I I come up with a new go every day <laughs> type of person. But on some like new year thing, I try to definitely walk into the new year with like a good mindset and mentality to just boss up and be better than I was than like previous year. Um I like that. And I'm I'm really like aiming to take this one like personal. You know how to be like take it personal. <laughs> I'm really trying to for real because like, bro, I'm 28th February um I have real goals that I'm aiming to accomplish so if I don't get serious about them who will so I started therapy on Friday okay we
1: love a man in therapy we love a black man in therapy
2: we love anybody in therapy no just like no because you know y'all twitter black women try to push the toxic and blah 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 when y'all got just as much emo- emotional issues as you well you couldn't
1: even get it out you couldn't even get it
2: out kenzie you think you're perfect so let's start there there is nothing wrong with anyone seeking the mental health service <laughs>
1: yeah let's get back to the <laughs> <point>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> of a therapist. anywho so let's get into it uh one thing that has happened uh this week was the respect for marriage act The last week, uh, President Biden signed into law a bill that would protect the rights of same-sex and interracial couples under federal law. The bill was pushed by Democrats after Clarence Thomas suggested after the Roe decision that other rights could be overturned using whatever legal basis he decided. Uh, The legislation does not require any state to permit same-sex couples to marry, but it does require all states to recognize a marriage that was legal in a state where it took place. So, for example, if in New York, if same-sex marriage was legal— and that couple moves uh, to Georgia, where it was not Georgia could not infringe upon their rights. But uh, what does it say that we're passing bills like this in 2020? Because I, you would think that certain things wouldn't actually need to be like written down like this. But like, what do y'all think? I think this is like not the victory lap that I think people think it is. It's more like a sad reality of where we are. But I'll say, you all.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would think I think that this is just like what happened. Uh, seeing the aftermath of Roe versus Wade. And seeing that being overturned, I feel like Biden was just trying to do something in a way to say if another law and people even when Roe versus Wade was overturned, there were rumors about, you know, same sex marriage, interracial marriages coming up into play that they could reverse as well. So I think Biden was just using this as a way to kind of go behind and protect. But it is, like you said, a sad reality that almost these two powerful entities have to go against each other or have to like put something in place to protect people from the other the other party or the other yeah. entity if that makes sense so it's it's really a mess from top to bottom but um i do think biden was just trying to do that as a way to like protect without you know, if, I, if I'm making sense, does that make sense? No, yeah, me? it's like you're, okay.
0: yeah, you're, he's basically trying to like enshrine it or make it a protection or say like, yeah. hey, even if the Supreme Court does this, we have it already. You yeah. Know, the oh shit moment does happen. They can't, it
2: won't be as bad. But Henry, how how say you? Uh, I mean, I agree with what McKenzie said. I just think Biden was taking another precaution to protect people's rights, especially like considering Roe v. Wade kind of like, Dabbles in that a little bit, depending on like the legal language. So, yeah, I mean, I guess I just never mind, but yeah,
1: <laughs> what, oh, guys, what
2: were you going to say? What I definitely talking? think it's a good measure. I thought this was already well, I guess, like, he's just again taking more precaution because we see that the Supreme Court is like. Doing whatever. going after people's rights <laughs> inequality so um i commend biden for you know doubling down on that measure it is actually worth
0: noting and this will be the last thing i say on it like it's worth noting that like clarence thomas is talking about interracial marriage and is married to a white woman yeah don't do any of that i don't i don't it's like are you then sacrificing your own self but we haven't gotten to that but i i don't get that because like a lot of these people are quote-unquote interracially married but then mm-hmm. it's like oh well it's a white person married to an asian woman it's like that's not the interracial marriage that they're actually hard you know it's like the dog whistle stuff like we're not talking about that kind but like
2: you know what's crazy about the person that um wrote the decision and kind of like away with mm-hmm. this? Mm-hmm. what clarence got a white wife i know i just said that yeah oh I was. mitch
1: mcconnell has an asian wife right yeah, yeah,
2: that's
0: what yeah that's what i was talking about like they're not talking yeah that's- clarence <laughs> thomas i don't he might i don't think he's putting two and two together but i mean like mitch mcconnell is technically interracially married so like let's see that theory out but you know that's I e a a different uh thing
2: there henry we're playing tennis i pitched to you oh my god you're so annoying <laughs> you know i bring the cultural knowledge to the podcast
1: and there's nothing wrong with that
2: no, I'm just joking bro Like I'm what tired playing ping pong of today energy and then I have to bother Noah because he loves doing this doing it for me. Nonetheless, I'm pretty sure y'all have seen and heard and have your opinions on the Meg and Tory situation. Um if you're not clear on it, last year in July, um Meg getting the stallion who's they don't even say her real name.
0: Megan
2: Ready. Pete. Oh, okay. Well, Megan Pete, uh, who was allegedly shot by Mr. Tory Lane's, who is Daystar Peterson. Um incident happened after an argument in the car. I I mean social media went up when it first happened. Social media is still going up. I have a friend who is so like press to convince me that Megan's lying and she ain't she just ain't shit hoe that is trying to take down a black man and I'm like bro yeah. something is wrong with you you're crazy like I personally don't really care that much I mean I care like no black woman should ever be put in a situation to be harmed by a black man especially at the hands of a gun or any uh in any aspect but like I get, like, this isn't, like, this, I don't know, celebrity news, whatever drama, I'm not really that passionate about it, right, but it's irking me that literally, like, since the shooting has happened, he'll send me, like, little posts about just maybe conspiracy stuff, or this lawyer talking about this, that has happened, or that, and the third, and I just don't understand his prerogative, to be honest, because, like, I was never, like, a big Tory Lanez fan, I, I mess with his music, Uh, Meg Thee Stallion she's cool I respect what she's doing I I commend her for graduating and becoming like a multi-mega superstar in that same time period but like I'm not a super fan so I don't really it's not personal right um so I'm not understanding his like what is your personal attachment to this why do you care so much like I could read down text messages of us like going back and forth about like like me I'm on the stance of like bro like I just think it's messed up. Black women should not be shot. He, he needs to be held accountable whomever because per my knowledge, the best friend is now changing her story and she's actually the one who may allegedly did the uh, actual act or perform that. I don't know the details of it. Nonetheless, I think it's messed up. I just don't understand I guess I don't want to say the black male perspective, but my friends who my friend who is a black man, why is he so like, Tori, Tori free, man. He didn't shoot that whole Meg lion. I'm like, is that just like, I don't know, but yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I let's start at the top though, because I just yeah. didn't even like how when the H-O-E work, cause that just, why does her sexuality? Cause I feel like they're trying to, the when I hear guys talk about it, and they go so hard for it, they use words like H-O-E or they use words like S-L-U-T or like words that sexual she's meaning that she- They
2: attempt was, to degrade the character of the yeah, woman. Yeah,
1: degrade her, but degrade her in a sexual way, meaning, which implies to me that, oh, because a woman might have multiple sexual partners, she doesn't, she's not she isn't worthy of being believed as in the truth. She isn't worthy of, you know, we shouldn't listen to her, her story. And I hate that the media is even going behind that too, like saying that, she was having a relationship with this person. I don't understand why that has to. What the, that, that ain't got nothing to do with the chin, chin 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 oh. it. Um. So I really I don't understand black men's perspective on like why they going so hard for it. I really don't. Um. The only thing that I can think of is just going back to like regular day, like back in high school. And every time a girl would be out here, quote unquote, then people she would be less than. So she's less than on the totem pole. Why would, she, why would we believe her? She did this. She messed around with this person. I just feel like that's where some of it is rooted in, like that type of mentality with guys. And also, I think that men, like how you even said it earlier when um you checked me about the Black women on Twitter and this rhetoric, there is this like thing happening that I do feel like men are also going super hard for because there's they feel like there's this this party of anti-women I mean anti-men coming from black women so because they see this over here I'm gonna go so hard the other way whether it makes sense or not because I feel like this side is anti-men and that's a whole nother conversation in itself but I do feel like people are also fueling it getting fueled by social media as well to be super involved in this case yeah
0: because so, Because funny enough, Mackenzie, I was going to ask you the same thing, because I feel like um, oftentimes as a man, it's like the thing of like, yeah, you know, I think we get involved in this. And of course, there are all these, you know, there's so much history of, you know, Black men being wrongfully imprisoned in the legal system that takes that people kind of just feed off of and say, all right, well, this isn't true because this Black person, like, I think that is apparent in this. And I think this also like relates to stuff involving like other conversations that we've had involving like R. Kelly and Cosby, where kind of we excuse the awful behavior of Black men because they are Black men with the with the underlying tone of like, hey, you know, this is the Black man and we got to ride without kind of saying like, hey, we don't need to like ride and cap for everyone. I don't think, especially given that most of the times the people who I think, like you talked about on social media, people cap for, it's oftentimes like at the hands of women. It's never like, this man shot this man or this man abused this person. It's often like this person abused this woman or this person abused this child who was also a woman. Um, I don't really know like what that says or how that even happens, but I feel like that's like the general conversation is like people prioritize like, all right, you know, we got to be strong for Black men and it often comes at the expense of Black women. That's how I see it. I don't know if you all see it differently, but it seems like that's the running thing of like it's like protect black men at all costs, and then even if
2: it's even if it's at the cost at, of a black woman. And it seemed like those I two. I, I hear know. that argument. I don't necessarily like. I think that's a problem in the like, let's say black people you know, in a one accord court or whatever. How we need to just help each other and just yeah. have the community. I think that's like one of the obstacles in it because like, even to how like McKenzie's saying like sexual liberation, if a man chooses to be sexually liberated and have sex with whomever, multiple yeah. partners at a time, their praise versus like a woman doing that same thing, whatever, well, you ran through, like, you know what i saying? Whatever. So like with that taken into account, I just feel like, like, yeah, it's a black people thing, but it's also like a societal thing, you oh, know? Oh, certainly. Like, certainly. So with that being the case, it's it's I don't know, it's just mm, I don't think protecting black men is always at the cost of black women. Black women inevitably are always at the forefront and sometimes have to inevitably take some like slack because of it um, and not always get their credit or whatever. And that's just, again, that goes back to when we were talking about voting, right? It's like women are just move makers. They make stuff happen versus like in my experience and just uh, observing men are the mouthpiece and they like to take credit for stuff. That's just my opinion.
0: Yeah. um, Yeah, no, I think that's right. I think it's just, I think it shows other things just about our culture and how I think it's like the things that we will say we will want to do often come at odds with the things that we actually do when it actually comes down to it um Mackenzie uh I kind of defer you but any other thoughts or
1: um I didn't really what else did I see on social media oh my gosh everyone was talking about the video of him bringing his son to court and it just seemed like he was obviously using his son to um get goodwill yeah get goodwill and it just like I think that that also kind of plays into it's just so funny that Meg sexuality is such a big part of this case but then Tory Lanez has probably an illegitimate son and then like has all of these other and I, <laughs> Uh, no, 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 oh, no like, okay, it. No o- only reason, look, listen, but I'm just saying it's not there, it's a double standard, and it's just like, it's not even making sense. Yeah, because it, it's like, I, I, hear, actually, I, I, I agree, agree,
2: agree with what you're saying, but like, the illegit, like, I definitely think he's pandering for media attention with the son. like, this is my support system with him on the back and all yeah. Of that. Yeah. He was doing a lot, but it, it, I do remember when he was popular because of those quarantine things he was doing. Yeah. Um his son would be in some of the things. So like I don't I don't put the illegitimate. I mean, but also you have to see that as a legal tactic. He's basically trying
0: to tell the jury of like, hey, I am this good father, I'm this good person. Don't I'm a good person. I mean, that's like what anyone would do. It's like you're trying to establish yourself as like a credible, upstanding person. There's no way I could do this. Look at my son who I'm involved with. It's like he's his legal team is like clearly just trying to pull anything. To discredit Meg, make himself look
2: good, and say there's no way that I could have done this and look at all this stuff that she's into. But that's the problem. And that's that that's what a like a, a lawsuit is nothing but a big performance. Yeah. Law yeah. It's a matter of what you can prove. Not a lawsuit, the trial. Yeah. It but no, it's 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 what you can, you know. It's what
0: the jury is willing to believe, and what you're presenting in front of Yana them beyond a reasonable doubt. That's that's. Um, really I think. am ready
1: for it to wrap up then. So, yeah. so we can yeah. all just stop talking about this and move on. Um. Oh, and I will say honestly, despite everything I said, I do think that he's gonna get off. Like, I definitely don't think I do think so. Justice too. will be served um and what's the question? no when no
2: I, pause pause what do you mean justice what are we saying justice in well this?
1: i don't know listen he i was not, a fan. i mean i do, will
2: not find him guilty that is i do
1: case. think he i mean i do think he did that mm-hmm. do i think um, and if we're getting into what i think i think it was what probably like an argument and there was a gun in the car fighting the gun, yeah. and it went off or something do i think that it was a sit down premeditated he was gonna shoot her i don't know i don't even actually let me not even have an opinion on that but i am I do think he's going to get off. I think it's going to, and I really am curious. I see how he's now trying to pin it on the other woman, Kelsey, her friend. So I'm just like... She's making herself
2: look stupid for me. I moment. mean,
1: she is. She's she's definitely making herself look stupid too, but I do think that he's probably going to get off or have a pro, probation
2: for like three years. Okay, there you go. There you
1: go. There you go. There you what, go. what even is that? What is
2: that? I definitely think a lesser sentence is highly like like the out- Ugh, I'm
1: he, tired. he ain't going to jail. Yeah, I was going to
2: say he's yeah, like, he ain't he's going to jail. Going jail time, but like a large fine and some a large
1: fine that he community can community service
2: say. And uh, that's uh, a, that's a, that's probation, a yeah. I mean, br- <laughs> never mind. Anyway, Deion Sanders, I got a lot to say about this motherfucker. And I'm a person of podcasts. <laughs> podcast.
0: All right. Boom. So uh, HBCUs were once again in the news uh, this past week uh, after Jackson State head coach and pro football Hall of Famer Deion Sanders announced he would be leaving Jackson State University to become the head coach at the University of Colorado. That sparked a wide Internet debate over whether Sanders should have taken a job and resurfaced uh, prior statements on his goals to elevate HBCUs, essentially saying that, you know, God brought me here um, to elevate HBCUs. Um, What is the proper... What do you say? Yeah, he did. What's the proper... I
2: need more upset. What's the
0: proper conversation to have on this? Because I, my personal frustration is that I feel like um, a lot of people who are having the conversation and leading it did not go to an
2: HBCU. Which I feel like... Is that is fa- no, 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 no. Because Shannon Sharp, oh, Jigaboo. Mother- he went to an HBCU and he gonna loudly get on whatever show... If I could have did it again, I wouldn't have did it. So basically, you wouldn't be the person you is, stupid, because Savannah State gave you. Sorry, audience. Um, Thank Savannah you. State Thank gave you your opportunity. You would Thank not be the two-time whomever Hall of Famer that you are without Savannah State. I don't care how talented or whatever you were. No white college was checking for you. Only reason why I'm lumping him, I
0: mean, yes, people from an agency are saying that too. Only reason why I lump him differently is that him and Dion are friends, and him and Dion are also multi, multi, multi mega millionaires, where I think they don't. I think they see, I think they see themselves as outside. It's like the OJ thing. Like I'm not black, I'm just me. And
2: that's my problem with men like that, especially of that stature who uh, a lot of them do the same thing. They come from the hood, don't be nothing. They go to whatever school and be surrounded by all these white people, have no culture, have no nothing. And then you become the super multimillionaire and want to be a representative of the black community that you were never a part of, nor do you actually care about. I used to work for somebody like that recently so like i don't know bro like you love opening your mouth commenting on what black men should be doing in the imagery when you're you're like you're like 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 you're one of them black men that want to everybody can't pick up a ball and dribble so what is my other option and then with realistically having that option and then i make it as a contender as a sports player or whatever I'm not gonna go to an institution that has my best interest, that I'm not only a a basketball player, a football player, but I get an education, I gain a network, I gain a community that when I leave this and I do get hurt and maybe don't get drafted, I have other options.
0: Yeah, I think the biggest problem that I had with it. I mean, one, he a part of it is, I think, just understanding who Deion Sanders is. Like, he gave a 60-minute interview where he literally said, like, yeah, if a bigger offer comes, I'll have to consider it. I think that, like, that context is key. That where, doesn't
2: like, excuse you, especially when you're it, saying It God doesn't, it,
0: it doesn't but purpose. I think, but 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 that goes to what I was saying. It's a matter of knowing who this person is. Deion Sanders has always been a very me-forward person, and it's not shocking that he, yes, and I think there, there are two things happening here. I think the... What I don't like is that people are acting as if his relationship and head coaching of Jackson state was not mutually beneficial, where it's like they gave him the chance that no one else would to become a head coach. And he utilized it to the best of his ability and made something really important happen. That is a mutually symbolic, like, okay, both of us got what we wanted. However, Dion made it a problem when he's basically saying like, it's, it's it's literally the conversation you and I were having by Texas last week, Henry, where you're like, he brought up this goal and this vision and didn't even stay to see out two years of it. And naturally, I think for people who went to an HBCU, I think for me, I see it as problematic because we've been sold that load of goods before. How many times have we been told to Howard that this donation was going to come or this thing was going to come? People do it because it's cool. And then once the cameras go off, nothing comes of it. That's my problem. With it, is that It falls in line with what we have had to do and what HBCU students have had to do for decades and centuries. Where you come in, you say you're going to do all this stuff. You paint yourself as oh, I'm I'm the savior, and then you leave before you could even actually do the work. No, that he didn't to me is not
2: for years. Like he he did not fully raise a team, and that's problematic as a black man who wants to be this leader of the whomever. Like one, I know as a person growing up in the South SWAC, or SWAC, whatever oh, it's called, deal. that's a big deal. Like they they. That's like a fraternity. They true and true to it. Like they live, breathe, die at and like you have to be committed. That's the problem. For me, somebody who's like like you come into this you comradery and you co- create all this uproar about how you're going to make a change, you want to be here and be a part. And people actually call you out about it. You Hypocritically, kind of like taunt them by saying no, and I've done this or whatever, and then you prove us wrong. Do they even have his money yet? But nonetheless, um, I just like Dion, I don't care about him. I'm more so concerned about like the students that he like allowed to believe whatever dream he was selling. They've come to JSU, maybe have lost the opportunity, and now he's gone and he's still good, but now they're they got to figure stuff out. And that's just like, it's unfortunate. It's messed up, bro. I don't mess with that. Yeah. I, the revenue increase. Yeah. He donated his salary. Yeah. They got a new state. Those are all things that you willingly did and kind of alluded to promising. Because when you said I'm God's choice, what?
1: Yeah. But- and that's what, let me like, because now like looking at it, I'm not going to act like I know about college sports and how this stuff really works, but it's, I feel like kind of what you all said that he was selling a dream and it didn't, And now looking back on it, I feel like you always saw the end date and you were just selling the dream. And Mm -hmm. like you always had the intention of leaving, but you weren't you weren't just gonna say it out loud because you You can't
2: transparent and even
1: with the 60-minute interview, I saw that interview, and now I'm thinking just how the media works. That offer was probably on the table. You had whispers that people you was gonna probably get a full-time job at a bigger school. Then you sat down, had it. Still did that the spiel of all these things. And he was in the interview kind of like alluding to like, they need to pay him more. Yeah. They don't pay him a lot. So I could see see where he was get, getting at. But now just seeing how everything works, it just seems a lot more calculated than how he's kind of coming off. And then there was recently a video like a couple days ago where he was crying. And I guess it was like the last. And now it just it seems lost. like, <laughs> yeah, it just seems, it just seems kind of phony now because it, it just seems like, you always knew that you was gonna leave, probably abruptly, as soon as the, the right offer came to your table. And but you, your whole facade was different. I don't. I just feel like maybe if he came in like a little bit more like
2: humble, I'm probably
1: not gonna stay here that long, or just more forthcoming with the what was really his intentions. That's all. I just yeah. feel like yeah. the dream. Yeah, oh boy, <laughs>
2: transparency could have worked yeah. in his favor. I feel like yeah. honestly, it it's just like. I don't like. Again, we all know I'm not the sports person. I'm a black man person. Like I'm a, I fought with us and not my people, and I love to see us win. And I thought this was a win, so that's why I'm taking this so personally. Cause I'm like Dion, bro. Like I started count you as one of the black men that's mm-hmm. doing something for the cause, and now you just out. And like
1: i really want to say because a lot of things people were saying as well as like if you went to a hbcu for undergrad and then a white school a pwi for a, a postgrad like i don't want to hear from you but that's really that's a bad not, that's argument not, that's what, not the same thing that's
2: literally not the same that's thing not
1: the same thing i mean okay i'm not going to be ignorant i do understand if they were specifically talking about those people who make it a point to leave the HBCU and I need to go to this white institution to get the better quality if that's your idea then yeah I can see what you're talking about because I do feel like that's the same type of mentality Dion kind of has too and even a Shannon Sharp with that comment but that argument isn't the same and it doesn't apply here
2: yeah because
0: then like because and I think that's why I said like my original frustration is that like the people who are leading the conversation didn't go to HBCU so you don't understand and it's like the conversation around HBCUs that has really been bothering me is that everyone's acting like it's like HBCUs or some like just helpless damsel in distress. And it's like, no, like it's
2: like, a bear or something. yeah.
0: And it's like, you're now paying attention to something because Dion brought the cameras to it. But this has been happening long before you chose to bring your TV crew down here or before. And granted, it wasn't as nationally talked about, which is great. It should be nationally talked about. And those same camera crews should still come down because as you can imagine, HBCUs will be fine like that environment will be the same whether Dion's there or not and what Dion doesn't realize coming is that all them antics are cool when you win winning but them white folk ain't gonna be for all that when you lose it and my best prediction is that he's not gonna stay at that new job for more than two years because there's gonna be a rubber meets the road moment where he's doing all that talk and them white folk are gonna be like where are my
1: results and the thing about that though I'm glad you said that though because as we see with like a lot of black spaces black media the bt and all these when those situations happen you leave us high and dry or whatever you go with them white folks but then when the white folks turn on you
2: you want run 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 right to come running home.
1: now and then now but then because we are the black media and we do need that that recognition we are going to pick up the pieces and that's what's going to piss me off because that's what's like we that's probably what's going to happen
2: literally happens to all
1: celebrities when they turn on us and then they need us back again pick a side stand literally
2: that part because like like the conversation right now is being had about like michelle obama choosing to not wear box sprays in the white house and like for some reason you making a comment brought that into my head because it's like we always have to codify ourselves or whatever to hit this mainstream market but then when whatever hits the fan or i i just want to live my truth or whatever now you blacky black black like um like michelle i'm not talking junk about you like i i wouldn't have a box people either.
1: really get into some of their conversations too
2: <clears throat> all i am saying in that statement is just like we as black people always have to like live in this box or imagery to make it and then when making it doesn't pan out how we perceive, or something goes disarray, then we have to come back, like you said, at home or just to our natural roots and culture. And it's just like I don't, I don't like it. Why can't I be? I don't
1: like it either. I don't like it Sarah either. The center
2: stage and the side stage.
1: No, I mean, but why, I think but why are we always like the the second step or the stepping stone? Why aren't we the desire? Even going to what's her name, Nicole Hannah Jones, like mm-hmm. with um the unc that was unc she was going to be the 10-year professor some school yes. uh-huh. yep. and all of the stuff happened they were kind of like putting her through all these obstacles to get that that position and then she kind of fell back on howard and i'm not trying to diss her or diss people who do that but it is kind of like why wasn't Howard or a Spellman or the HBCUs the premier university that you wanted to do, that you wanted to get this position at, to begin with, why are we always yeah. the stepping stone or the second best choice?
0: No, I mean, I think that, I think that needs to be a more, a more prevalent conversation, especially in like academia, where it's like we, these, even though, you know, blacks have more options, which is great because we used to go to HBCUs because we had no other choice. But now that we have choices that doesn't more black graduates come out of HBCUs and any than all these other PWIs and we should not be your second choice we should actually honestly be your first choice yes we might not have the revenue and all the status stuff and all this but if you've already made it then what does it really matter do you want to help your people or not because yeah. it's a matter of we are not your second choice but just because we might be your second your second choice doesn't mean that we're some charity case here yeah that we're already not able to stand up on our own, besides all of this other institutional stuff that you claim you care about, but it doesn't somehow. So it's it's weird, where I think it needs to come into the same space, like stuff like Hannah Jones or Michael Eric Dyson, like
2: come teach it at HBCU if you're really about all this black shit.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No,
2: for real, for real. I agree with what you said. Yeah. But, you know, it's a work day, so we got to jet through topics really quickly. <laughs> Being that we talked about HBCUs recently here, Winston-Salem has went viral for like a student getting arrested because she didn't acknowledge the professor. They didn't really make the details. The video was crazy. Uh, and other news for wisdom sailing. Chris Paul, um, whose parents actually went to the university, graduated there, and he gifted the students twenty five hundred dollars each. I, I thought that. That's,
1: yeah, that's
2: clutch, right? That's clutch.
1: That's, what
2: that's said. really clutch. Um, can you pronounce this name of the first black party leader? Because you know I'm not that guy with names. No. <laughs> It's literally <laughs> Hakeem Jeffries. Jesus. Okay.
1: I just didn't want to say that. Oh word. my gosh, y'all. He could not say Hakeem
2: Jeffries. Are no,
1: I can't. That is a black name <laughs> with a capital B.
2: Anyway, point in case. Um, bro. Hakeem Jeffries. Hakeem. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god, that's that's the only other way you could have said it.
2: I pronounce names like a YT. Nonetheless, after Nancy Pelosi announced she would be stepping down for leadership position in Congress next year, Democrats announced Hakeem Jeffries would take the role of the House Party uh, House Democrat Minority Leader. He's the first Black uh, elected official to hold this post. Um, he's given a Deion Sanders type of guy, but that's my opinion. I'll see what happens. <laughs> I mean, the one.
0: I think you all will appreciate this because I don't know really know how to feel. I think he's just... Every time I've heard him in interviews, it seems to be really good. The only thing, when he's leader now, I hope it's different, but, like, my the the baseline for me is so low. Like, just don't be in the Capitol with a kente cloth kneeling. That's, like, the baseline for this. Just all, I'm saying,
2: all
1: I'm saying... The bar is in hell. The bar is literally in hell.
0: I don't ask for much. Just don't <laughs> throw on a kente cloth robe and kneel. That's, like, if you don't do that, you're fine. Like, don't just... Don't do that. Um, Henry, or how do you all feel about this Elon Musk Twitter poll? This will be the last thing we talk about. Um, He's wilding out and
2: it's like getting worse. This well, I, that's crazy. what I'm saying. Was he trolling when he did that? If you no. guys that don't know for the contest, Elon Musk tweeted on yesterday. Actually, uh, should oh. I step down? And he said the results of this poll were determined, mm-hmm. and it, it was like 58 to 47 the last time I checked. Nonetheless, you know,
1: definitely people voted that he needs to step down.
2: To step but down but for sure. My,
1: my thing with Elon, I think I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast before, but I feel like if he's really serious, I feel like he's gotten a lot of backlash, and he stepped into a space where he. Realize it's a lot more work than it and that he's cut out for or has time for. And because it's spiraling because y'all seen that he muted or suspended several yeah. journalists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yes. I, I said that I said I was like, you I knew go, yeah. him coming on the platform exactly. was going to put people who worked in the media in jeopardy. And one of the people she was just asking a question about the platform. She's a journalist at the New yep. York
0: Times, and and yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, and she was talking about, and she's a tech reporter. This is literally her beat. And you're on the platform trying to engage, and then she got suspended. So how do you even? So then that's when it goes back to what free speech are you trying to protect, or when and what free speech are you trying to suppress? There is a difference.
2: Definitely, definitely, definitely. And there's been so many articles about like Elon Musk allowing hate speech on whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I I agree with you. I think he was an arrogant man who had the money. He put his money where his mouth was. And now you're in an industry that you don't know much about, but a a smart businessman would step away, hire somebody to do that job and keep making my money. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. And
0: I think this clearly just shows of like, which is why I think it's almost like people just like go ride for Elon Mustard because he's like a billionaire. And it's like, yes, you can be a billionaire and you can have this, he's a great scientist and a great inventor, But in terms of actually being smart with his investment in terms of like managing Twitter, he's been awful. And I think we don't talk about it and update our language about him like that, where it's like he overpaid how much for Twitter. And like now he's stuck with something that he paid like 10 times more than it actually is worth. But like we don't talk about it. You're
2: losing value, my boy. Like you're
0: literally, you're literally ruining your own thing that you pay that you overpaid for. And we don't, I think we haven't updated. In this economy. Yeah. And I think we need to talk about more of just how like he took a, not even he took a big swing. He just did his own thing and really effed up. And now he's stuck with something that he can't flip and he's running it into the ground. So like we need to update our language about like oftentimes being a billionaire being someone who's like really, really wealthy is often not because you're often the smartest person in the room, but often because you might have a brilliant idea that someone happened to bite on, or because you, started on third base and thought you hit a triple like there are a lot of people who could have had those ideas who just didn't have the funding or the access to capital elon musk just happened to and he's a great inventor but that doesn't mean he's like some generally some generational talent of a businessman
2: Literally, you think billionaires are the smartest people in the world i'm gonna no. pray for you no yeah they're yeah that's ridiculous the people that's ridiculous. that work for them maybe nonetheless no trying to get away from this topic no i don't why no i don't why
0: I don't know why you're saying that. No, I was going to say the smartest, per- the smartest person at, at any company are the people who manage yeah. the people at the top.
2: I was to the smartest people are the people who are, are the
0: executive assistants, or I would not even say the executive assistants of these rich people who are like their gatekeepers. If you go to a well-run company and look at the person who is their like daily assistant, that is probably the smartest person there because they know where the bodies are buried. They know how to keep the trains mm-hmm. moving. And they know how to manage a billionaire or a super rich person, which is not easy.
1: That is funny that you're talking about assistance because that will lead. That's literally to... the next topic. Let's just start off though before we even start on the topic. What you just described, Noah, though those executive assistants that cost money. So, gorilla, when a you're lot. talking about <laughs> you no, know, because you get what you pay for, and you want a personal assistant with you every single day, like you said, you they will know every single thing about they're your gate. You.
0: They're your gatekeeper.
1: They are, they are your gatekeeper. They are doing everything. They are managing your PR. They are managing your calendar. They are putting out fires.
0: Your yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. And you want to pay them $500 a week. You get what you pay for it. A person that's being paid $500 a week is going to do a $500 a week personal assistant job, which is going to be half-assed because I also can't even pay my rent. So I got to also be giving my all to you, but can't even figure out unless I'm like living with five other people, if I'm going to be able to pay my rent for the month
0: you're like, living with the other people on her team who are also making 500 dollars.
1: like what girl you make no sense and what's really sick though about this is not even her because there's also layers in this though because this why are you even on social media broadcasting jobs like
2: well, Summer Walker and uh-huh. R. L. Because they don't have
1: managers. There's no like talent. Like, what is the the talent camps that they used to the talent when they would build the talent? You have a manager. Beyonce wasn't looking for you. on Twitter talking about, can I get a PR person? No, that's not these how. These are the new play. age
2: of these independent artists, man. No,
1: that's really though. I will say learn about the music business though because you could be on a record label but not have a manager. That's, that's why Meg Thee actually got yeah. out of that deal because yeah. Rock Nation is her manager team but her her label was under something else but it's yeah. through the weeds but um but
0: the funny thing is is that like that's actually a problem because then someone who someone literally like under under that post was really like you know this makes sense given like her team be fumbling bags and someone was like what are you talking about and someone was like yeah we had reached out to them to do like a cover feature on rolling stone and they didn't get back to us
1: mm-hmm. and it's like and your personal, but you know what? I don't even fault that because
0: no. The, the, to your point, you 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 get what you put in.
1: Mm-hmm. You yeah. Hire, that part, you you know. Then we got to
2: talk about like emerging artists, how they're able to pay, and da da da. And then like I seen somebody say this, which that's where my head was at. Like this isn't a grown person's job. This is somebody who's in college and maybe has a
1: personal a- assistant.
2: Bro, you no. a grown person can't live off of that.
1: Oh, 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 you're talking about the 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 wage. The yes. wage. Oh, okay. I'm gonna say the yes. no, personal yes. like yes. that's a that's a real job.
2: No, I'm not saying the uh quantity yeah. or yeah. title of the job or status. I'm more so saying like the that, like skill set that she asked for mm-hmm. and pay. If a college student wanted to do it. I, that gives them entertainment experience. Sure, I wouldn't be too mad. But if she was asking for a full-fledged adult to commit their life to her, then I'd be yeah. asking for Jeffrey from The Fresh Prince, okay? she, yeah,
1: she- <laughs> And what's actually, though, also kind of sick is that people are, like, justifying it. And I'm just kind of like, you have to say, when people say outrageous things, you say it back to them. So I'm like, so to work you. with you all day, I should make $500 a week. Let me do the math. I should not be able to pay my rent because I'm working for you. That's what you're saying. And <laughs> people are like, yes. Well, when you put what? it that way. <laughs> well, I didn't mean it like that. So You got to hustle. You got to do this. And it's just like, yes, you can hustle and still be paid fairly. Like, what, what is this issue? I
2: don't know. No, 100%. Because uh, I seen, I think it was Lil Duval or somebody's tweet. Like, Yeah, it was. Oh, it was like you shouldn't get into entertainment if you're not willing to work for free, which I've, I've had free internships my my freshman year of college.
1: Mm-hmm. I've worked for free, too. But I I'm not going to say that free. everyone should work for free and it should be. okay. Because when I did work for free and I had an internship, I had to make sure I was out by five because I needed to go to my part time job that I had during the yeah. summer.
2: Right. Exactly. Yeah. But a personal
1: assistant can't do that because they have to be there with you all the time. So you're not even giving them an option to get another job
0: yeah i think this all just goes to say that like the music and entertainment industry is very trash <laughs> in general <laughs> or, or it's literally trash like even like they be capping but like there's the reason why most of these rappers be broke is because their contracts be effed up the way they actually make money is jacked up and clearly that trickles down to the people who they it's are
2: it's a scam you guys it, it's,
0: scam. it's literally a scam that is the most yeah that's that's funny money if you're in the entertainment industry uh, well, that wraps this beautiful episode up, season three, episode five. Happy holidays to all of you who are listening. Be sure to like, listen, and subscribe on all of our streaming platforms. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, and iHeartMedia. Be sure to like uh, or to follow on all of our social media. That is W-R-G-O-Pod, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We haven't busted out the hips yet, but that will be on McKenzie's vision board for 2023. So be sure to check all that out and listen. Happy New Year. Thank you all.